everything, everything, everything is going to be all right this evening. Next on sports. We got the hottest sports talk show in the land. <laughs> we got Brian, Aaron, Malcolm, and Terry. Don't you forget about me. My name is Emerson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Exo Sports. Hey, welcome, welcome, hey, welcome, welcome, everyone. You just can't make that up. He no. is funny, even when he's not here. He's hey. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to keep a straight face, but oh, good. He, he's he just touches, touches you, <laughs> makes you laugh. Uh, Terry, big up to Emerson, big up to Emerson. Yep. Terry's no away, uh, visiting his, his mom and dad. In the Carolinas, no doubt. Shout out. Enjoy. Shout out. Shout out. Eat a lot of turkey, but come back safe. <laughs> and tell your parents that uh, we miss them. We love them. No doubt. Yes. Yes. And yes. No doubt. Emerson oh, is somewhere <laughs> trying to cook a turkey, so you might see the house on CNN. <laughs> I know a turkey. Things can only cook a house turkey. on fire. Yeah, yeah, things not to do with a turkey. Try to can a turkey cook a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, uh, Brian. Hit the subscribe button, please. Yeah, we at EXO Sports would like to thank all our viewers and listeners for their support. We're currently streaming on all media and podcast platforms. Uh, yeah, Apple, Spotify, our heart. That's a few. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. Greatly appreciate it. And also feel free to join in on the live chat, uh, posting your comments. And also, if you can look, uh, you can call in and join in that way as well. So welcome. Thank you. Uh, college football update rankings. This is um, pretty interesting. Georgia's ranked number one. Alabama is number two, and this is the college playoff rankings. Uh, Oregon is number three. Ohio State is number four. Cincinnati Bearcats, number five with a 10 and 0 record. Mm -hmm. Michigan, ranked number six, nine and one. Ranked number seventh is Michigan State with a 9-1 record. Notre Dame, still around. Eighth, ranked eighth with a 9-1 record. Ranked nine is Oklahoma State at 9-1. Ranked 10 is Wake Forest with a 9-1 record. Ranked 11th is Baylor with an 8-2 record. Ranked 12 is Old Miss, 8-2. Oklahoma. Oh, this is pretty interesting. Oklahoma is thir ranked 13th, and they're 9-1. and one. Ranked 14th is BYU at 8-2. and two. And to top off the 15th is Wisconsin at 7-3. and three. The only oh, flip side is 
in the uh, AP is Cincinnati is number three, ranked number three. Oregon is number four, and they have Ohio State ranked number five. Mm. But you guys, you guys may laugh at this one. They have ranked number six, Notre Dame. Uh, we know what that's that. all about. Oh, yeah. They never get none of the money. Yeah. All about the money. That's all about it. the money. They got enough dollar money. Dollar bill. Y'all. Let's see what they do when it's <laughs> showtime in the playoffs. Nothing. Be you know. nice, Malcolm. You, nothing. You get nothing for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, give us the NBA update. Yeah. What's up? What's up on the world of NBA? We got the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference leading things. They're doing pretty good. I tell you, they're balling. They're still short, you know, of course, Kyrie, but they're still balling. <coughs> Following them is Miami, which is right behind them, just one game. Also, Chicago's just one game behind them, you know, at 12 and 6. It's still way early. We know this. Yep. And I like Washington. Washington's still hanging in there tough, you know. Once Washington stays healthy, they're playing ball. They're playing great ball. You know, Charlotte and the, and the Knicks are doing their things, you know, so. Basically rounding that part up. And Boston's starting to get hot, the Celtics. You know, they're starting to come around. So it is what it is. And I'm waiting to see what Milwaukee's going to start doing because they haven't creeped up to it yet. You know, as far as the Western Conference, we already know that Golden State at 15-2 and two is balling. Yep. I'll tell you right now, uh, Curry is unbelievable. We already know he's one of the greatest shooters and probably the greatest scorer we've ever seen as far as, you know, getting his own shot. I mean, Phoenix is right behind them one game, and Phoenix is playing tough. They're playing like, hey, that was an old fluke last year. We didn't sit there and make it to the finals just by, you know, by luck, you know. Mm -hmm. They're playing great ball. Utah is steady, you know, along with Dallas Mavericks, of course. The Clippers, but the Clippers ain't going to me. They're not, never going to be a threat till they get the claw back. You know what I mean? Once they get uh, Kawhi Leonard back, then they'll, to me, and, he, and he's running full strength, you know, then I'll say something. But I can't see him coming back. Not even in May. If he comes back in May, it's going to be tough. So it is what it is, you know, as far as the NBA goes, you know, rounding that part up. But the, let's talk about them Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, man, they're not doing that well. They're still nine and 10. You know, it is what it is. You know, they got their Russell problems and everything. And of course, you know, we'll see what they do, you know, because it's still. LeBron is LeBron, but LeBron gonna need you to put on a cape and pull this team into, into a division champ. I mean, do yeah. a championship, even a division yeah. championship. They're not getting that. He hoping to get out the playing game. Yeah, I, I want to ask game you. In. I want to ask you guys two questions. Go. Um, <laughs> I can see his face. He was the former point guard for the Lakers, who's now on the Chicago Bulls. And he, you talking about Schroeder? Uh, with the, with the no. thing in his hair? No, he wore the um, headband. He was a point guard and played for the Lakers. Yep, last year. He was. He would Rondo? come off the bench. Rondo no, Fisher? No, no, no. He fish a long time ago, bro. No, 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 no. He played last year. Oh, he played I believe he was year. Italian. Oh, my man Caruso. Yes. He plays good defense. Oh. He's, on, he's, he's, right. he's, on, he's on Chicago. He's playing yes. good. I Chicago could not understand why the I could not understand why the Lakers 
would let him go, and he brought so much energy coming off the bench. Yes, he did. Hey, the, they the money the wasn't money. there. They had the, the money. money wasn't there. They don't because they had to pay all the mother dudes the, the the you know the bottom of the cap, you know, and his money was worth more than that because the man proved himself. Yeah, and, he, and he's doing his thing. Caruso is a good player. I tell you right now, Chicago's happy they got him because he comes off. You said it right. He's balling. Yeah. Play hard. Yep. Play um, hard. And he played well with them too. This is a question I have for you and Brian, and I'll start it off with you, Malcolm. Mm -hmm. I've always had this conversation with Emerson. We go back and forth. Do you think Steph Curry's ability and body would have been able to hold up playing against the bad boys, the um, Detroit Pistons, that style of basketball back then? I'm going to say, yeah, because guess what? He doesn't have to go to the hoop all the time. That jumper says itself. The man can step over the half-court line and just launch a jumper and knock it down. So it's, it's a matter of playing smart against the bad boys, you know, back then. He ain't got to go to he ain't got to go to the rim all the time. You know what I mean? He got that yeah. J, and they ain't going to yeah. follow him shooting a J like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of what he does. Like I said, all that stuff when the bad boys was done, that was unnecessary, as you can see. And true, that was bad somewhat basketball but they they curtail that now you can't even go down the middle like that no more yeah you know right and i i i agree um curry's range and ability to dribble would have caused them fits um he would have pick and roll just imagine pick and roll with him and lambert lambert couldn't see him he couldn't check him he couldn't come out that far nope. <laughs> so um, yeah, he would have been able to play. It would have been a different style of play for him, but they only had – there was really nobody that could deal. <laughs> so he, he would have chewed them out. I think on offense, he could have held his own because he would not have been able to drive to the basket back then. No, no. Because they would have tried to take his head off. Yeah, okay. The only thing that I think he might have had a problem is on defense – because you had a lot of half court basketball back then. Well, yeah, it was it, the only one on one. Well, not clear out basketball came in with Michael Jordan. Yep, clear out, make room for me. So I think they would have said, okay. I think they would have put a lot of heavy elbows into him and forced Look. him to um, and that's how I think they would have tried to beat him up. You never would have been able to beat him up on offense. No. But on defense, to force him to play defense, he would have had to go through a lot of picks. Yeah. And it would have been a lot of tough elbows he would have had to take. So that's why I think he – I don't think his body would have held up that much. But just something to – food for thought. Yeah. You know what? I want to throw one quick question in there. Um, with the Clippers – when when Westerning comes back, I can't even Kawhi. Mm -hmm. Paul George is just playing now. Mm -hmm. What team would you say it is? Kawhi. Do you think this players will see it that way? Yep. What about you, Malcolm? I'm gonna say Kawhi because the man's a leader, you know, and he's proven he's won championships where Paul hasn't. Simple as that. And the man, he, he knocks the shots down. He, he, he's big. And we've seen Paul George. 
We, although this year was a different year for him in the playoffs, he had some good playoff games this year, mm-hmm. and he basically helped carry the team. Don't forget, Kawhi wasn't there when he played. You know, well, G actually played better when Kawhi was gone, but he actually did his thing. I can't beat him up with that. But we all know Paul George to disappear in the playoff. And what Paul George reminds me of, what he reminded me of last year, was Scottie Pippen. He could give you good defense. Some, could shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. But what is going to happen when the pressure's on in the playoffs? He played good last year in the playoffs. He's playing good now he, this year. He he did. Yep, he did good. And so did Scottie Pippen. And then he cracked <laughs> when it came to the playoffs. Uh, he couldn't wait to get Michael Jordan back. Are you saying <laughs> it's about Kawhi? No, I think sometimes when it comes close to the end of the game, some players will go, you know what? Give me the ball. And some guys will say, oh, you can go ahead and take the shot. I'm fine with that. But it also depends on how the coach got it designed. If the coach is designing a play to go through certain players, the ball went through Michael Jordan, no matter what. Scotty might have brought it up, played defense what he did, but it had to go through Michael Jordan. Yep. So it depends on how that coach is running his offense. <clears throat> you know? Here. Yep. I'm with you. Yep. Well, I have to say, Brian and um, Malcolm during production was like, no, 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 you're saying it all wrong. <laughs> you got it wrong. Try it again. <clears throat> Read the paper. Uh, okay. Throw those bows. Was LeBron James' elbow intentional hitting Detroit Pistons' Isaiah Stewart in the face? Malcolm? No, it wasn't intentional. I mean, it happened. True, he was, how can I say, reckless with it, you know, when it went, when the free throw was off the line. But he's. we already know he's not a dirty player. We know that LeBron is not a dirty player whatsoever. And – it happens and accidents happen. You know, people get cut. Unfortunately, that happened to him. The dude, you know, went on a binge and went crazy. And Russell, oh God, Westbrook went crazy, <laughs> standing behind five guys holding his fist up. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, what? And you sitting behind five guys. Ain't the way. In other words, he wasn't even in the in the picture. You know what I mean? <laughs> Talk about faking a funk. He was faking a funk, you know. <laughs> It, it, like I said, he was better off running from the fight instead of trying to sit there behind five people going, yeah, what's up? What's up? You know, throwing up his dukes. <laughs> and, and his form was terrible anyway, so it didn't matter. Uh, so it was just a matter I, of him getting clocked. But no, it happens. LeBron did get suspended, which was deserved. I would have said two games, but one game was enough, I guess, for the league. You know, And that was his first time ever getting suspended. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. You know, we, like I said, you know, guy got probably got stitches and all that, but it was an accident. It was, it, it was, it was reckless, but it was an accident. It ain't like he said, you know, let me swing my elbow and knock this dude, you know, make him bleed. You know, it is well, what it is. He made him bleed. Um, I don't think the elbow was intentional. Uh, the young man, Isaiah Stewart, wanted to go after LeBron or the Lakers. Um, Russell numerous times in that game 
<laughs> and I'm looking at I'm looking at the uh, tape, uh, and I'm like, okay, here he goes once, twice, three times, four times, and one time he got a a boatload of steam to charge him. And I'm like, oh my goodness, would somebody just chloroform this guy and take him off the court? But you know, I can understand that you know you to a small degree you have to show that hey i'm going to come after you if you hit me with an elbow because you don't know if the next team's going to say oh you let lebron hit him upside hit him upside the head with an elbow he, he might be a little soft let me test him out well it's mm -hmm. on film that this guy will come after you so you know bloodied crazy and all yep what do you think brian um I think Malcolm nailed it on the head. It, it was, I think his intentions was to swing his arm, but it was reckless. And I don't think he meant to hit him in the eye and make him all bloody. Um, what I would say and commend the NBA for was stepping up to the plate. Because if I thought if they would have suspend the other player and not LeBron, I thought that would have been a bad look. And for them to suspend LeBron, knowing that they was coming up to play the Knicks on uh, televised TV, I had to commend them for that. Um, I thought it was warranted. I thought he should have got one. And uh, the other player getting two, I had no problem with that. So yeah. commend them both, uh, the league and um, uh, LeBron definitely, yeah, you need to. Well, he, you could tell there was no malice. He didn't mean it that way. So, yeah. Well, we know that the Los Angeles Rams Stadium, Safeco, or is it SoFi? So, SoFi. 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 Can't wait to get Four, there. SoFi. $4 billion to build that stadium. Yep. They got my $40. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the bleachers somewhere. <laughs> you going? Beautiful yeah. uh, stadium. I just want to be at the stadium. I, I don't care where I'm at. This is somewhere. Uh, I won't be on the floor seats. <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's a it's a beautiful stadium. And when they talk about the structure of building that stadium, there, unbelievable. And you got a chance to see it last year with nobody in the uh, stadium. And now to see all those fans and you can sit there and watch different games yeah. while I'm um, watching your team play is unreal. But as they say, they left St. Louis, Missouri at a cost. The NFL settled a $1 billion lawsuit for leaving St. Louis, Missouri to go to Los Angeles for $750 million. Mm. Malcolm, Who gets that money? Taxpayers? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that, that it's going to be the developers for that stadium and people that had investments with a contract with that stadium. Because now you have an NF, you have a, a stadium there and you don't have any you don't have eight NFL games there. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 
Put a soccer Same. team in there. <laughs> you want so some, some action? Uh, was it wrong <laughs> or right by the NFL? Put it this way. The NFL didn't have a team in the second biggest market in America for like 18 years, which is L.A. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to miss the opportunity to put two teams in there now? Yeah, right. I tell you what. I can't beat them up because they're printing money right now. <laughs> they own their own day of the week, which is Sunday. Yeah. It's just a matter of do they owe the city? Mm, yeah, no, but trust me, the city would prosper. It's just a matter of them getting stuff together. My thing is, I don't know if they'll do an expansion. I don't see that coming because uh, St. Louis had a chance to have, they had two teams in there. I don't know if you remember the St. Louis Cardinals, the football Cardinals used to be there. They used to be in the NFC East with the Dallas Cowboys and the mm-hmm. uh, New York Giants and, of course, Philadelphia Eagles and Washington Redskins. Oh. Those five teams there then. Then they moved to Phoenix. Why everybody moving out of St. Louis? I mean, great city, great yeah. town. Small you know? market. Huh? Small market. Yeah, they still get it though. Yeah. Ain't no I... such thing as small barking when every when every owner's a billionaire. Wait, well, small market let's... is when he only got a hundred thousand dollars in his pocket. Let me That's ask small you, market. Cardinals are small. No. Um, Missouri is a small market. I don't think so. They get it. Not only that, they own the Midwest. Their baseball team owns the Midwest. The Chicago Cubs is the St. Louis Cardinals, which they watch. You got to remember, you have in that market, you have the Cardinals. You have the Milwaukee Brewers next door. Milwaukee's north. I'm saying in that area. So they don't control that whole market over there. Kansas City. You got the Minnesota Twins. So they know it. Twins ain't even in their league. No, Twins ain't even in their league. Not so, right now, anyway. No, my my thing is this: the market bears what it bears. But I don't think the NFL did it because they were losing money there, because they weren't losing the money. There's not a broke owner in football. <laughs> Let no, me say this right now. No, I I I agree with you. So I agree with you, but the market in LA is a big market. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with you. But if you're an owner, like you said, you want to go where you can make more money. And more money is Los Angeles compared to staying in St. Louis, Missouri. They even built a new stadium and and for the Rams out there when the Rams moved there. St. Louis Rams when they were St. Louis Rams then. Um, Yeah. You also got a championship there. Well, uh, you also got a championship in that stadium, you know? Yep. Man, they're hanging there. Uh, my point is tomato, tomato. They can put a team there. I guarantee you, I, I think the league just doesn't want to water down the league with any more franchise expansions. So I can't beat them up for the leaving because Baltimore left. Uh, the Colts left Baltimore for Indianapolis and that was a starving market. Tampa Bay had a market. Tampa Bay started a franchise there in the 70s. Seattle and Washington started a franchise, which is, you know, of course, the Seahawks. You know, 
It's just a matter. Of, it depends on the NFL. They have deep pockets because they're getting paid from these TV revenues, and now they're getting paid from stream services because it's Apple and uh, YouTube and uh, who else is stepping up to the plate? Amazon and all of them. Prime. That money, they're printing money, so yeah. they're gonna get paid no matter what. Mm. You know, NFL. They care less where the team goes. Everybody's gonna get paid because they're getting their revenue. I'm their revenue is coming in, and like I said again, there ain't a bankrupt owner in the NFL. They all cashing a check. Right. No <laughs> but you're right, and it's all business. It's all nickels and dimes. Well, I'm not even gonna say that for the NFL. It's dollars and Benjamins dollars and Franklin. Yeah, <laughs> but for them to make that move and the payout what they paid out you basically know they see something down the road that we don't see and it's basically i'm sure it comes down to money because you don't pay that much money if you know you ain't gonna make that much money back <laughs> so uh and, and the market how, how can you go wrong you're down well you're in california you're in uh, downtown la you're in inglewood which is as we can see, now you got the Staples Center getting ready to try to build something there. Not the Staples, uh, the Clippers getting ready to try to build something there. Uh, SoFi Stadium, and it's an up-and-coming market, and it's it's money to be made. And that's what this is all about for the NFL. So maybe they might get a team on the back end later down the road. I, I don't know. I don't, like Malcolm said, I don't see expansion anytime soon, but NFL, you never know. It's going to be interesting to see how much money the NFL is going to get from the Sunday ticket. What Sunday ticket? The Sunday that stream ticket. is done. They don't even want to give it to them no more. The, 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 uh, the, uh, what's your name? Amazon. The, uh, Amazon is looking to get the Sunday ticket. Yep. Oh. So if, Am if Amazon gets the Sunday ticket, it's over. I, the oh, NFL God. owners... And the NFL league is not going to have to pay that much out of their pockets for the $750 million settlement. Oh, that's already, man, they write that check tomorrow. Yeah. NFL got Bezo, that you know, Bezo, that's happening. That's, that's done. Yeah. It ain't money. That won't yeah. be the issue for them not getting it. We are I right. Think, uh, say. I think it was he got a, that pandemic money. I think it was a good move by uh, the Rams to leave the market. Uh, St. Louis, I it's sad for the fans, but there's also a price to pay mm -hmm. going to Los Angeles for the simple fact you have beautiful weather there. And if you don't put a winner in that stadium, Rams or San Diego, you're gonna you're not gonna see that many fans there right now. San Diego's got a franchise quarterback. The Rams, they're paying everybody left and right to come to play there. Mm -hmm. Will that come back to bite them four years down the road when the salary cap and they have no draft picks? Mm -hmm. There's a price to pay for that. So we'll see what happens. Malcolm. Yeah. New York Giants fire your former 
head football coach, uh, Jason Garrett. Good move or a little too late? <laughs> let's, let's be straight. The Giants were bad before he got there, okay? <laughs> it ain't like they made an improvement. All yeah. they did was basically put mayonnaise on the back of a sandwich, <clears throat> you know, and just spread it a little bit. <laughs> they were going to be bad for a while. Is To me, Jason Garris isn't a difference maker. He's a better coordinator. Play. He's not a good play caller. He's a good play designer. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you don't want him to call your plays. You just want him to design them and put them out there. Uh, like you said, he's not a good head coach at all. Never was. I mean, he had his chance in Dallas, and he get lucked out when he got Dak Prescott to go thirteen and three. So he get to keep another check for a week or two or a year or two, mm -hmm. and, and that hurt him staying there because I wanted him going years before that. Like I said, good luck to the next team that picks him up. Good move. It was a bad move when they picked him. So how you call it a good move? Like I said. I don't know what to save the Giants. They've been irrelevant for about five or six years now. I mean, mm -hmm. as far as competitive football, and their draft is terrible. Because if you go down the list, they could when they picked uh, who was that Saquon? Am I right? They mm -hmm. picked. They could have got Donald or who, man. They could have got no. They could have got uh, the quarterback from uh, the Bills. And they decided oh. to pick a running back with the number two pick. Terrible job. They picked <laughs> Daniel Dimes, number six, I guess because he came out of Duke. They forget you better off getting point guards out of Duke instead of quarterbacks, you know. Yeah. And uh, like I said, this scouting department is just terrible. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. The Odell Beckham pickup. They picked him 13th. Then Aaron, they, they could have got Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald got yeah. picked right behind that, Okay. And like I said, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job, Giants. <laughs> Scouting report. Uh, as far as your everything when it goes to your uh, everything when you're drafting everything, you're doing a great job, New York. Keep up the good work. It's only Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> well, my thing is with Jason Garrett. Why did you make him an offensive coordinator from the very beginning? And he never developed a quarterback. He was an offensive coordinator, but he didn't develop a quarterback with the Cowboys. And so you're a young head football coach. Mm -hmm. So why would you bring this guy in? And you've just got a rookie quarterback. And he never developed a quarterback in his career. I, I, I scratched my head about this saying to myself, what are the Giants doing? But I guess the Giants figured it out too. And so long, take care, Jason Garrett. <laughs> Malcolm. Uh -huh. yep. Should the Bears cut ties and fire Coach Nagy now? Or wait until the end of the season. Well, I was told that he's basically as good as cooked as a turkey on Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> so they say they're gonna let him go right after that game. But I don't think that's the Bears' move. But he's basically, how can you say it? 
dead man walking. He know his job is done. They just might as well let him keep keep the miserable season going. They just gave the New York Giants a probably a top 10 first round pick. Well, hell, they drafted what's the name top 10 or was it mm-hmm. number 12? But what do you get picked? Number 11, right? So they got what they got. It is what it is. Chicago ain't gonna be good for a while until they get quarterback and defense because they lost their best pass rusher last week for the year, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it is what it is. I mean, he's, he, he's basically gone. I wouldn't fire him now. Let him just string out the season, but he's already a done deal. Put his way. Whenever they have the last game on Sunday and the game finishes at 645 or 617, he's gone at 618. Uh, they firing him. He's so he's, he's so he's so fired. His butt is his butt is on fire. He's gone. So you're fired. I <clears throat> I think um Nagy be fired Sunday. Oh, you think so? You're probably right. Yeah. yeah. I I don't think they'll um this way you'll give the the coach an opportunity to to get in there and plan for for um they'll have almost about a week to plan for um, the next upcoming game. I I don't think they'll do it after on Friday. I think they'll just say, you know what? Let the guy go home, have a little bit of Thanksgiving turkey, and then fire his butt on Sunday. And so I think he is gone. Toast. And I don't think he's done anything for this kid. I don't think he's done anything for – any of the quarterbacks that he's had there. So say la vie, hasta la vista, Mr. Nagy. Yep. Brian. And I think because, yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, But I I see it a little different. I think at this point in the season, they might as well just let him finish it out. Um, Unless you see something that he is stunting the kid's growth. Um. Uh, but at the end of the season, I think he definitely should be gone. And gone. I think they should be looking at um, Eric Bien-Aimé, um to come in as a head coach and be the offensive coordinator for that. With the talent that the quarterback has, I think he can do some things with his abilities and the schemes that he will bring in. But now, I, I have a question for you, Brian. Mm-hmm. You bring in Eric Bianami, are you saying as the coach or the offensive coordinator? No, coach, head coach, but he's going to be the offensive coordinator. Now, how much say do you give Eric Bianami getting talent? Well, uh, that, on I don't on Chicago, because uh, you that, don't that you don't sometimes coming in say, okay, I want to be the coach, but do I have any kind of say? And player personnel. I right now, that. I think he'll just be happy to get the head coach. Yes, get the head coaching job. Well, yeah. here's the problem: if you don't have the talent on the team, just like the Chicago Bears have right now, no talent. You're I not think gonna they got win. some wide receivers. The offensive line isn't any good. But I think they got some. I think they got some. You know, some wide receivers, but. It's going to take a while. It ain't like it's going to happen overnight, no matter who you bring in there. No, it won't. 
So only thing you could do is start from scratch one or first base. You start there. But that head coach, we see his track worker. He had two quarterbacks and and he's growing Trubisky and, and he's not doing anything now. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky's a bit uh backup quarterback for Buffalo. Yeah. So Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What coaches you believe are on the hot seat? Wow. Well, the Giants head coach, but unfortunately, he still got a job. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see who else. Yeah, we got quite a few. Uh, oh, the Lions. Well, isn't he new too? Wow, First year. He just got there. Yeah, he just got just there. got there. So it's hard to get rid of the ones that stink already. And yep. they only got a year. Oh, the Dolphins head coach is in trouble. You Dolphins think so? head coach. Yeah. Uh, I ain't saying that. He, I mean, he's on the borderline. He ain't gonna get fired, fired, but he's on the borderline. You know, so like you said, all the teams that stink, they already got new coaches, so it's hard to get them, you know. But who's the most disappointing team to me this year? Uh why isn't C- the Seahawks? Consider firing their coach. He's three and seven, and don't blame Russell being out because they was losing before he got out. That's a good one, you know. Yeah. And Washington, well, they're not going to get rid of Washington head coach. He just got there last year, right, Rivera? Oh, Rivera's not going nowhere. Yeah, no, yeah, he's yeah. not going nowhere. So it's tough to pick what team. I mean, obviously the Raiders going to be looking for a coach because they got an interim coach. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. This, well, the Saints ain't never getting rid of Sean Payton. Yeah, he's locked. So he's yeah, they were too locked. scared that even when he only had a year to go in his contract and Cowboys was on the verge of saying, you know, Jason Garrett ain't ain't got a year left. He ain't going to sign. He said, you know something? We're going to sign this dude. I don't care what it takes to get him <laughs> to stay because we know darn well Dallas going to take him. Uh, you know? And – why don't get rid of that guy from the, from New England, that Patriot coach? Oh, my fault. He's a goat. Oh, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the original goat, yeah. Woo! Oh yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It, right now, it's way too early. It's 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 early. I mean, I can't think of. I mean, the Niners head coach. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of nobody. Broncos, nah. Browns, nah. I don't. I I can't call it right now. It's way too early. Mid-season. The only one we know definitely is Chicago. That's a definite. Yeah. The Bears. Mm, I I would say the Bears. I would say Miami, depending. If Miami's coming back with that quarterback again. And I, I think Miami's going to be in the running to, to get Deshaun Watson. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. So if they're in the runnings to get Deshaun Watson and this coach can continue to get them playing good football, he can hold on to his job. Yep. And that's I would why say I think he's not going anywhere. The Raiders are going to get a new head, head football coach. The Denver Broncos football coach could be in the hot seat. 
And the coach that I think might be one and done is Urban Myers. I don't think he'll get fired. I think he will nah, quit. He'll he just fired. take another job. Yeah. But I think he's, well, I think he's gone. I, yeah. But like you said, I don't think he'll be fired. Well, <laughs> That's the difference. Job. Yeah. He's, I think both parties will be mutually agree to say, you know what? Hasta la vista. But I, I would say hot seat coach Raiders, Chicago, Houston Texans. Football coach. coach. Didn't they just get him because they got rid of homeboy, didn't they? The one yep. in Texas? Houston, yeah. I can't even think of his name offhand. I'm trying. It's yeah, they got rid of the blank. idiot that was that traded. O'Brien. Yeah. Yep. So they he... got rid of O'Brien. So yeah. those are other... Some of the people that I uh, teams coaches, I think that will be would go on. With that being said, I agree with you because I was going to say Urban Meyer too, but I didn't think he fit in that category because I mm. don't think he'll get fired. Like I said, I think he will leave. Um, and if the organization was smart, they would get him out of there because I don't think he's doing that kid any good there. Well, here's as they say. If he leaves, you're off the hook from paying him. Nah, he, he's going to fire. Oh. If you fire the other him, the team going to have to pay. No, he's he's done with the NFL. Are you he's listening not, to I me? I guarantee you, he'll make an agreement where he's yeah, not they're going to make an agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to pay because uh, they're not letting him go for nothing. Yeah. Uh, if he goes, somebody's going to pay him. If he goes to college, there is no. There is no money that college has to pay the NFL. Boo! If he steps down, Malcolm. Booster. If he steps down from college, from the NFL, his job, mm-hmm. they do not have to pay him. If they fire him, they got to pay him his money. Wow. If he steps down, then they ain't gonna let him take another job nowhere. They're gonna they be like the owner. That's why the owner would be like this with with Urban Myers. Goodbye. I made a mistake f- with you from the very beginning. I'm glad you yep. know the owner. <laughs> well, think about it. The owner was not too thrilled with Urban Meyer getting a lap dance. It happens. It happens. Not with a head football coach in the NFL. It, bro, yeah. the owner gonna listen. The owner will not lose a nickel. I guarantee you, if he goes, if he wants to coach next year and anywhere, somebody's gonna pay that owner. No doubt. Or he just won't coach. Well, there will be some settlement where the owner will be like, "He's it, so you think uh, Urban Meyer is just gonna go? Okay, you ain't gotta pay me. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, just let me go. It don't work like that. Then you got to be fired. No, I think they'll no come fire. to an agreement. Come to an agreement where you are gonna give me all that money back, and whoever goes to get you gonna pay me too. Malcolm, if you quit, your contract is. <laughs> Okay, I don't have to pay you. If you get fired with an NFL contract as a head football coach, Mm -hmm. they have to pay you out. Like I said, I think he will get 
an agreement where maybe they'll pay half and he can walk there away. There will be a buyout, bro. But yeah, exactly. There will be a buyout. He's and not I guarantee just gonna you, walk whatever away college you go to, going to have to pay it. Yeah. Let's but, see. Because the organization should be happy to get him out of there. That's yeah, they'll be like, go. We don't mm-hmm. care. But we ain't letting you go for nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, As they say, so let it be written. So let it be done. So let it be So let it be written. Let it be done. Oh, that's an all-time classic movie. I love to watch the Ten Commandments. Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian. Yeah. Zach Williams. Zach Wilson to start week 12 for the Jets quarterbacks Joe Flacco Mike White are on the COVID list how come this kid isn't starting how come he's starting this week but how come he didn't start last week the last two weeks he didn't start and it seems like if he didn't have COVID he wasn't going to start this week yeah. Malcolm. You ever hear the term manager's decision? That was the GM's decision. They said he's not ready. He's going to learn, you know. Uh, now they have no choice because he knows the plays. One thing people don't realize is it's becoming winter time now. COVID's coming back. I'm telling you now, people are going to get caught COVID. I mean, hopefully they're vaccinated, which my receiver wasn't vaccinated. Um that it won't the illness won't hit them as much you know it is what it is they just gotta do what they gotta do because they have no choice but to play him or they can get some dude off the street that that was working in the supermarket again you know and tell him to play here you got 15 plays script them and make it work (laughs) you know (laughs) It's interesting that uh, Joe Flacco, Mike White are on the COVID list. I, I hope, you know, they were vaccinated. Uh, one thing about the COVID test, the NFL has already said, when these guys come back from Thanksgiving break, mm-hmm. they're going to test them. Like no tomorrow. No, really? So there, so there may be a lot of teams that have players that may test positive for COVID that may not be able to play on Sunday. What was the change in shift? What would they say? Hmm? What was the change in shift? That I guess because the, I guess because you have a lot of guys that have just went home, family, friends, gatherings. And so as the NFL, you have no control over that. So now when they come back to the facilities, okay, let's test you. Let's see what you got. Are you, are you good? Are you clear to play or do you have COVID? Or do you think it is due to the alleged situation that happened with AB, Antonio Brown? I think the NFL is just playing it safe. I don't yeah. think, I think that's all that they yeah. don't have any control of all these guys going home, family, you know, 
you, you don't know who, you know, some families could have, you know, going by the guidelines, friends going by the guidelines, and some may have not. So it's yeah. better to be on the safe side. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I got one for you guys. The Buccaneers and the Colts are playing on Sunday. But Malcolm doesn't want to hear about that. Malcolm would prefer to hear about on Thanksgiving Day, the mm -hmm. Raiders and the Cowboys hoping that the, the Raiders are like a stuffed turkey that the Cowboys can carve. Am I right or am I wrong, Malcolm? No, nah, they ain't got to be stuffed. They're just going to be hung. You'll cook them like you said. We're just going to cook them. Put them in the pot. You know, roast them and cook them. That's what we got to do. We got to be hungry. Everybody on that team got to be hungry. Everybody on that Cowboys team got to want it. What do you think the – how many points are you giving the Raiders? They'll score about 21. I'll give them 21. As long as the Cowboys score about 38. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Set the bar kind of high there, man. Yeah, yeah, they need it. They need it. They need to work out. They need to work out. <laughs> I now, what the, was the first team you said again? Uh, Buccaneers and Colts. Colts. Yeah, that's a good one. That's going to be a pretty good game. That's a good yeah. one. I mean, once again, isn't the Buccaneers coming off uh, two losses? No, they won. No, they, they won, won last week. Yeah, yes. last week. Yep. They won last week. All right. And uh, the Colts are playing great. That that kid, uh, Jonathan Taylor, he's balling. He, he's running like a beast. And good for him. I mean... I remember him in college doing this thing. He was good in college. So, you know, he was at Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken. And uh yeah, the kid, the, yeah. yeah, the kid, the kid can ball. So I'm happy for him. You no, know, and Frank Wright deserves a break because Frank Wright, I think, is actually a decent coach. Mm -hmm. You know. And uh too bad he got a quarterback that he got to manage, but it is what it is. So <laughs> we'll see what they can do. I I'll look forward to that game. I, I I give Frank Frank Wright a lot of credit. He is a good football coach because in the beginning of um, the season, we thought no way that the Colts were going to be in the position that they're in now to fight for the playoffs. We thought they were going to be basically be looking at um uh probably in the top fifteen for the draft, but they're um. They're playing good football. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but Brian, what do you think about the Raiders and the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day? Well, you know, I'm a Cowboy fan, but I expect the Cowboys to win. <laughs> so, uh, so, well, I expect them to win and I expect them to win handily. I was shocked the way they lost last week. They uh, they just couldn't run the ball. I was surprised by that. So maybe Malcolm they explained why they couldn't run. Bad play calling, a lot of bad play calling. And if if you can't run it up the middle, go to the outside. Misdirection, they're overplaying. First and second down. This is everybody's deal. Let's run blitz and make them throw it. The key is you got to catch them in that run blitz and beat them. Yeah. It, it doesn't help to have your receivers dropping balls on third down. Those are some big, some big drops. Yeah, they was dropping some balls. Yeah, they were. But the Raiders, yeah, 
Um, yeah, I just think Dallas is an overall better team. But you know how it is. Any given Sunday, never know. Yep. Well, I was hoping that the Raiders would be able to, um, you know, still be able to perform at a high level after losing out. John Gruden as a football coach, but the lug nuts are coming off the uh, wheel and that wheel's about to come off the car. <laughs> so I I don't see the Raiders, uh, you know, might be, you know, close for a while and then the Cowboys would just step on the gas and that'd, that'd be the end of uh, the Raiders. Yep. And I am looking forward to the uh, Buccaneers and the Colts. I think that's going to be a, a really good football game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a, a must-see game besides the Browns and the Ravens. Is that a must-see game, Malcolm? Well, to see what Lamar Jackson does, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Good game to see because uh, they're just ballers on that team. And then losing the, the starting receiver, you got to go to the tight end. Lamar works hard for that team. People got to realize he's he's a special talent. I understand people get on him. He doesn't have the golden arm like Brady or Mahomes. But the kid's a playmaker. Oh, my God, he's a threat. And matter of fact, he didn't even play last week. They uh game time decision, him not playing. And they squeaked that one out last week with the last 22 seconds. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't help y'all, didn't help the Steelers, <laughs> but you know, is is the Browns had their number last year? Mm-hmm. They power ran them and ran straight through the line. And let's see what they do this year. It'll be a pretty good game, though. I I think it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, you have both quarterbacks that were that came from the same draft. Baker Mayfield was drafted number one, and Lamar was drafted at the bottom of the draft. Yes, the last pick in the in the first round. Yeah, go figure. And if that. you remember <laughs> last Monday night, that was a heck of a game between Lamar and and Baker Mayfield, where that Lamar left the game dehydrated, came back in and won the football game. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that game. The other game that uh guys that I'm pretty interested to watch is the Titans and the Patriots. Malcolm briefly. Yep. Uh it's Bill Belichick. And you know he's gonna throw the kitchen sink at Tannehill. And they don't have their running game, but they still seem to win because they got a great all-around team. They're pretty much balanced on defense. They do a great job on defense. But then again, Belichick does a great job with his team, and he's making them believe in each other, believe in themselves. They're actually a pretty good team. I'm telling you right now, I didn't think – I'll say it right here and now. Before the season started, I said they wasn't going to make the playoffs. I got to eat my words now because – Belichick got them playing on another level. The quarterback's doing his job. Their no-name receiving core is doing their job, you know. And, you, you know, Bill Bill's a no-nonsense type of guy, and he'll do whatever it takes to win, you know, including talking to referee all day. 
Hey, they're holding, they're holding, they're holding, you know, they're holding. Anyway, listen, I got to give credit to Belichick. This may be his best coaching job, period, Yeah. since Brady's first year as quarterback. This may be his best coaching job. I got to give credit what credit do. Man's the man's a great coach. I, I say this. Um, there was a former New England Patriots <clears throat> player, and he said this: Belichick's system is not about having a high prof- profile talent. It's about having a good player in a position that they're good at doing a certain thing within his system. Mm-hmm. And if you can perform to do what I asked you to do in my system, great. This is I'm don't go out of the think out of the box and do something else. Do what I asked you to do. And telling the other players that they have in their system, do what I tell you to do. All come together, do your job, and it works. Yeah. We don't yeah. see a bunch of hope, um, a bunch of high-priced players on New England. Nope. Or whether it's the defense or whether it's the offense, it's just a bunch of guys do your job and well coach. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but it's the truth, and they're doing a great job. I didn't see New England. I was hoping that New England was going to have a bad season, but – they're in first place, and Belichick right now, to me, he's the coach of the year, hands down. I would have to, yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. And the, and the one thing you can always say about a Belichick team is, and it shows, they're not going to beat themselves. They're not going to make a lot of stupid penalties and stuff like that. It's just like, you're going to beat us, you're going to have to drive all the way down and beat us methodically we're not giving up big plays now malcolm i'm not going to even ask you this give it to, um brian yep raiders cowboys who do you have cowboys bills versus saints on thanksgiving day malcolm bills don't turn it around buccaneers versus colts brian I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bucks. Okay, Malcolm, Buccaneers versus Colts. Actually, I'm gonna take the Colts in this one. Yeah. Jets versus Texans, Brian. Is there anybody else playing? <laughs> uh, give me give me give me Jets, because I projected them to do decent okay. this year. I'm gonna say the Texans. Eagles versus Giants. Malcolm. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Carolinas versus Dolphins. Brian. Carolina. Titans versus Patriots. Malcolm. Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Titans versus Patriots. Brian. Patriots. Falcons versus the Jaguars. Malcolm. In the toilet bowl game, 
I'm going to actually probably go with the Falcons. Brian? I'm going to take the Falcons, too. Chargers versus Broncos. Malcolm? Chargers. Brian? Chargers. Rams versus Packers. Malcolm. Ooh, I'm going to go with the Rams. Rams versus Packers. Brian. Along with the Rams. Vikings versus the 49ers. Malcolm. Vikings. Vikings versus 49ers. Brian. By Vikings. Terry, we know that you're away, so we know who his pick is. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Browns versus Ravens. Malcolm. Ooh. If Lamar is playing, I'm gonna go with the Ravens, but it, it that's a big if. Brian, so, I'm hoping he plays. Yeah, I, I don't even know if he's playing either. Um. I'm I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Ravens. Okay. Seattle versus Washington football team. Malcolm. <clears throat> I'm gonna pick Washington. Okay. Brian. Washington football team. I'm gonna take Washington too. I will say Washington football team too. Now the we were talking about this in production. I have two gentlemen behind me, if you can view it on YouTube. And these two gentlemen are the GOAT, Michael Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton. Both are seven-time world champion Formula One racers. Lewis Hamilton has a chance to break it, that tie, with two races left in this season. So will he be the, the champion to have eight Formula One championships? Two weeks yeah. to tell in December. Was it in two and, weeks, that race? Yeah. Uh, the first, uh, the next race is December 5th. And I think the second one is December 12th. You know the venues? The country? Um, Saudi Arabia. And I forgot where the other one is. But it's. Well, I'm definitely pulling for Lewis Hamilton. Man's a great, great, great individual. Great race car driver. I mean, people think it's the car. No, the Mercedes Benz, no AMG. No, his team is good. Don't get me wrong. His Mercedes Benz team is good, but he's a great driver and he's proven that time in and time out. Year in and year out. And I I got to give kudos to Honda. Um, Honda last year, they were sniffing around, but they did some work. And Matthew Stafford is doing a great job this year. And it's coming down to the two races to go. Who will be the Formula One champion? You said that driver name is Matthew Stafford? Uh. Uh, was uh, no, that's not his name. Yeah, that's all. I was like, I'm going to say, holy cow, the dude can quarterback in the Rams, <laughs> and he can and he can uh, drive a Formula One car too. Uh, I'm not oh, feeling yeah. good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that note, I will. 
I will. I will. You will update us and correct it next. <laughs> yes. Next, next <laughs> podcast. Yeah, um, like the subway commercial. We're out of time. Wait, wait. Yeah, we're out of time. <laughs> wait, we're out of time. Wait a minute. Brian, tell me about the subscribe, please. Uh, we want to thank all our fans and viewers for watching. Uh, please don't forget to hit that subscribe and notification bell so you can get a update for when we are posting our new videos. And uh, in the future, like I said, please feel free to call in and post comments. And we look forward to y'all joining in. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Oh, Brian, leave us out with the music and we would like to wish everybody uh, happy. a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Enjoy yes. being with your loved ones. Please yes. be safe. Please yeah. be safe. And yeah. we will see you again next week on EXO Sports Talk. Gobble, gobble. Go get them, Cowboys. <laughs> and his name is Here Max Verstappen. There you go. See, I get it right, man. <laughs> I'm not feeling good, but I'm expert. Uh, uh, man up. Oh, man. I really we messed got that the up. hottest sports talk show in the land. We got Brian, Aaron, Malcolm, and Terry. Don't you forget about me. My name is Emerson. Oh, yeah. Welcome, man. Our name is Liverpool. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Be safe and have happy Thanksgiving. Everything.